0: how's it going hello and welcome back to fools and fiction we are the fools and this week we are talking some more about bad good films and good bad films and and maybe what that even means uh hello joe i know i already said hello to you earlier but this is now i'm podcasting. yeah but (laughs) (laughs) a code switch and i've become joe too yeah, and Joe during that we did our magical girl transformations. I went from Finn to podcast Finn, and Joe went from Joe to Joe too. Uh, so you had the idea for the episode so, um, today.
1: Yeah, so I was uh, I was thinking about this earlier, and it really sparked uh, in me because I was watching Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. And before you get really angry at me for even implying that's a bad movie, uh, I love that movie, but uh, I didn't like the the redoing as much the charlie and the chocolate factory with johnny depp um and that made me think about like other movies that i thought weren't good um and stuff like that so that's just kind of what we're gonna use to uh influence this discussion so when i was thinking about it uh, i was like oh there are probably these criteria for like how to make a bad movie um and so the first one I thought of after thinking about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which was, um, uh, which, which kind of scary movie, movie too, like good bad so, movie or bad good so movie? This, uh, these are, uh, I think, uh, this is a bad bad movie, and it's bad, bad scary movie, movie okay. too. Um, which you and I watched, and Chris and I. think oh my Cody God. And Sue's! I forgot until that you movie, said That <laughs> it was unbearable. Um, um, being drunk did not make that movie any better, shockingly. <laughs> so um where I think I where I think that movie is bad is that like um it just does not know what it wants to be, and it's not like memorable in any way other than being bad. Like, like I do not remember a single thing about that movie other than I hated it.
0: So um, uh Do you want to go through your criteria or should I jump in with kind of a side thing? Give me the side thing and then I'll,
1: I'll go to the next one.
0: So since, uh, since last episode, I binged watched for some reason, a lot of, uh, YouTube essays slash like shouting arguments in the, can you have objective art criticism debate, which is not a very, not a very healthy place on YouTube. To say the least. <laughs> but uh it got me thinking about yeah. it a lot, and I've I've changed my mind on, on a lot of previously held beliefs. Um so I I think that I, I mean this is just after me watching YouTube that you can't have objective art criticism. So, like when we say bad, bad movies, the first bad might not really be meaningful. However, I think that what we really mean is stuff we didn't like. (laughs) So I think that just like putting things into that caveat just kind of saves us. Unless you think that we can have objective art criticism, in which case there's more of a discussion to be had there.
1: Well, so like the the preface for this should be that like, this is just like us talking about our opinions. Uh, This Uh does not preclude you from like enjoying a film that we didn't enjoy. Um, But I also think that like, there are two different types of bad movies. there are like movies that are made to be bad um or that like kind of fundamentally are bad so like the room is a bad movie um in like like a, a transcendental way uh in that like it just has so many things going against it um it's enjoyable. I love watching the room um but sure. like like I I don't know how to like best explain it.
0: It has the, it has a very strong aura of a bad movie, I think. But I think if I'm, if I'm thinking about it in the yeah. new, in the new yeah. framework that I, that was injected into my brain, I think that I, I, I don't know if we can say it's a really bad movie because one, it's enjoyable to, you can have movies that go against the author's intent or the not author, the like director, writer, blah, blah, blah's intent and still come out. Well, yeah. right. Uh, but I, I don't, I don't really That's know fair. if the point I'm making is a very like useful bit of discussion in what we're actually talking about. It was just something I'd been watching on YouTube. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I think that like the, the thing
1: is that like bad movie can have, can have meaning in that. Like, I didn't like this movie, uh-huh. I think that it exists kind of as a genre as well. Um where like it, it it's kind of like pornography and how it's defined where it's like I can't define it, but I know it when I see yeah. it. Um so like if if you put Rocky horror in front of me and I had like no idea that it was a cult classic or anything, I'd be like, This has the aura of a bad movie. Um I, but i think it's like still fun and very enjoyable um there's a reason that it you know sees as much success as it does yeah. uh cult wise i um, think yeah i think the kind like,
0: of so uh, sorry go ahead oh go ahead oh uh, god I... damn it uh, um <laughs> i am going i'm going ahead <laughs> uh... the last thing i was gonna say about about that was i I think that uh the kind of basic idea is that when you say something is a bad movie you're really saying or or a a good movie anytime you offer anytime anyone offers some kind of quote-unquote objective quality analysis they're really just saying something else in disguise and so if you kind of frame it in a more subjective way then you you kind of get more to the heart of what you're talking about like I know in our our bad movie episode we talked a lot about. Um, well, I actually don't remember it at all. But uh, <laughs> I know things people can talk about is uh, whether or not they enjoy That's it, the whether it or not it matches genre conventions, whether or not it matches the intent of the creators, and those are all like different uh, qualities of the movie. But the whole kind of argument for subjective criticism is that it's not very useful to sidestep all of those kind of uh, uh, conversations and just proclaim it good or bad you know I I don't think that this means um, anything about what we're talking about (laughs) I think we're valid I hope so Um, uh, so the
1: next thing that I was thinking about is that like is is some Something that can make a, quote, like, bad movie. I'll, I'll say, like, a disappointing movie for this, even. Um, okay. Is if it cannot overcome a previous sense of nostalgia. Um, Ooh. Which is, what, like... What do you mean by that? R- so, I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, so, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the 2005 one with Johnny Depp, is mm-hmm. far more... Uh, accurate to what's in the actual book um, and, and so you would think that like purists would be like oh this is the better version you know it gets mm-hmm. things right but the uh, 1971 version I think is when it came out with Gene Wilder is so nostalgic um, and has such like a strong history behind it uh-huh. that the 2005 version couldn't like overcome that. And that's why a lot of people are disappointed. Uh, At least in my eyes, the the context of Um, what
0: people are expecting with that same kind of, same kind of thing.
1: Yeah. So another big thing about that um, is this is why things like Terminator sequels, the more recent ones and like the new star Wars franchise. um, I won't say either of those are, bad but i will say that a lot of like criticism and like disappointment that people had in them i think has to do with that nostalgia factor
0: because they've got a much higher bar kind of due due to the yeah their precedence
1: yeah um which is really interesting because like when you're supposed to when you want to review something uh like theoretically you want to do it in a vacuum but it's like impossible.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, um, kind, of, kind of on the flip side of that, there's the whole question of whether quote unquote bad, uh, uh, like remakes or, or, or sequels in a beloved series makes the original stuff worse. Uh, that's an argument. I know Chris has made now. Now I'm straw and Chris, while well, he's not here. <laughs> oh, i am never made a noise again. Um, <laughs> like I I I know Chris says like if he sees a um, a movie, Chris correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you listen to this. But uh, if he sees a movie in a series that he does like and he doesn't like the movie, then he doesn't like the series anymore. Like you'll say like that ruined the series. Do do you think that that's what what, what do you think about that? I, I think you can so tell I'm not a big fan I, of that opinion. <laughs> but I think I can see where he's coming from.
1: I can rule yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I can understand that opinion, especially in, like, um, examples where it really undercuts something in the previous or, like, drastically changes characters. Oh, yeah. So, um, like, a lot of people disliked the Matrix sequels, um, and therefore, even though... The Matrix is very, uh, you know, good Uh, or they feel that it's good or they felt that it was like a great movie. They still are like, oh, but I feel differently about this character.
0: I think that um, like even though like technically you can uh, you can uh, invoke death of the author in order to quote unquote like get around that criticism. It doesn't change the fact that it does change your enjoyment of the previous movie with that context, which is what I think you were saying earlier yeah right yeah i know this is something people are talking a lot about with uh with how how much cursing there is in the new star treks which i love but everyone else hates uh people are are, yeah i can yeah i can agree to that um that
1: like um another really good example that's near and dear to my heart is towards the end of like the harry potter franchise um, mm-hmm. there is some like dirt exposed on Dumbledore, uh, and we're supposed to take it with a grain of salt. <coughs> oh, hold on, because uh, the person writing it is supposed to be unreliable. But I know a lot of people in the fandom were kind of like, I can't see Dumbledore the same way, um, now that I've read this or whatever. And yeah, I think, and that I think that's, that's totally a really valid. interesting. Problem. Yeah. Well, I say problem like in like something to grapple with, not something that is bad. Um, Yeah. So so another one of my criteria or or like things that can happen is kind of the inverse, what we just talked about, where it doesn't adapt something faithfully enough or like uh, makes major changes. It kind of goes along with what we were talking about. So, the one I thought about for this was that um, when the Killing Joke movie came out, uh, they added into it, spoilers for the Killing Joke movie, I suppose, um, that Barbara, uh, Batgirl, and Bruce, Batman, have, like, sex. Like, a very, well, it is explicit that they have it, it is not explicit in showing it. Uh Uh-huh. I gotcha. But... That, that is something that mistake. is like not at all present. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if they had made it actual porn, it would have been fine. Yeah. Um only. No, porn so is the, valid. the thing about it is that <laughs> it's true. Um so so the thing about that is that like that is not accurate to the comics at all. Um hmm. and it was so uh, I'd I'd also like to argue against my position a bit just to like clarify. Um okay. because there it so in another continuity, in like the Batman Beyond continuity, where it's in the future and everything, um like Barbara and Bruce have uh a sexual relationship and it get like it doesn't get resolved well well the characters do not resolve it well. I won't speak for, like, how it's resolved in fiction, um, or in writing it, but, uh, that one is done a lot more carefully and done in in something that isn't an adaptation. It's in their own writing that they're adding it in. Whereas, uh, for The Killing Joke, like, you're taking one of the best-known comics of all time and Putting something into an adaptation of it that, pardon me, kind of is not quite totally against, but really confuses character development uh that's in the uh, original. So,
0: so you're saying that if you're so, if you're adding something like very tonally different, it's nice to kind of push it a little farther away from what we already know, so that it doesn't clash as much.
1: Or like just just be slow about it, like immediately cut to these characters doing something so tonally different like build Mm -hmm. up to it and where you're like oh my god like how could he do this like have build up to it that it's not quite as shocking Mm -hmm. um for for listeners that want a far better discussion of the killing joke than i could give uh h bomber guy did a video on Uh, not only the adaptation but also on the comic book um and it's very well done uh huge props to him um all right i'm trying to think of more criteria because i had a couple more
0: i know we're just kind of all just like getting points out left and right uh i don't know how cohesive this is but i think that's fine
1: yeah this is not one of our like scripted episodes um and and I don't know how scripted future episodes will be during this. Oh no, uh, no, no, you you don't understand. Period, I'm so. reading
0: off a script right now. You're the one who's not scripted. I'm totally scripted. I've got my <laughs> yeah, teleprompter right here. Uh, it... <laughs> um,
1: but it... uh, another thing, and I don't know if I want to end with this, but this is definitely like. Kind Kind of, We kind of covered this ground last time we talked about this, so I don't want to dwell on it too long, is that a film has to be comprehensible. Um, and And I have to go back to it. I have to break the point. Primer is an awful movie because you cannot understand what is going on. Primer mm-hmm. is an excellent movie because it does so many good things and the cinematography is great. And once you figure out what is going on, uh it, the story is excellent, but like hmm. when you you watch that the first time, especially if you have like if you don't if you're watching it and you don't have anyone else that has seen it to like explain stuff, you are so fucking lost watching that Wait. movie
0: i i okay okay, okay I think that this is a an instance where I can inject the 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 knowledge and opinions that have been injected into my brain of late I think that okay. If if I can retain them, one sec. I have to gather them back. I had them, they they kind of wandered out. <laughs> oh, right, right, okay, okay. Um, I think that it's a really interesting and valuable artistic choice to make primers so confusing and that you have such a bad time watching it the first time. I, I, I think that it would be a... Wor- if... If there is an objective quality, I think it would be worse were it enjoyable the first time you watch it. Because I think the confusion is part of the allegory of the story. So,
1: I think you're right. And therefore, I think, like, that it shouldn't be changed to be more enjoyable. But I still think that it must be, like, you must preface a discussion of Primer and... Uh, other movies like it like Donnie Darko by saying like the feelings you get during this are part of the experience which I think yeah yeah that's exactly very different um um, because like and when you're watching um I I don't know like Transformers or whatever and the good guy wins like your feeling of happiness is, is not part of the viewing experience in the same way that the confusion of watching primer is uh part of it.
0: Yeah, it's like the the Uh, never mind, I was about to say something dumb. You're you're totally right. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Oh god. Um, my my computer
1: keeps going in sleep mode every like five minutes. So I keep thinking that like the podcast explodes when this happens. Mm. Um I'm trying, I'm trying to, to think, think of, of think of like other good examples.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm also trying to think of examples. What have I seen recently? I watched Tiger King. Uh, I don't really want Was to talk it, about so, Tiger King. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't know how this would fit I, into it. I'm going to, I'm going to
1: force you, but only for for my okay. personal pleasure of asking: Is it worth? Like, is it worth watching? Yeah,
0: it's it's good. Uh. It's not as good as the hype is. Um, I, I I totally agree okay. with critical's review. If uh, critical goes more into depth about uh, why he thinks yeah. that,
1: yeah, I I I uh, I heard his review and yeah, uh, kind of put off watching it because of it. Like not indefinitely. Yeah, there's it's not just, it's not mandatory viewing. Like, maybe I'll look at Greener Pastures now. I think
0: All I right. think if you do watch it, you um, should watch it with other people. Um, Because it's fun to kind of react to things as they come up with other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sorry, I don't know how that relates to the topic at all. (laughs) It it doesn't, but that's the way this show works. Um, See, now, now is um, our aesthetic... Does our aesthetic of not always having our shit together make us better? Does it make us good, bad, or bad, good? That's the question. I'm hoping the first. So, I... Because it offers a more. I accurate will not take picture into our lives. No.
1: Yeah. So so the I think um, this this is gonna get meta, but like Wait. I think I I would not enjoy this as much if it were more put together.
0: Um, because <laughs> I can just hear my mom going, "Oh, so like." But no, I agree with you.
1: <laughs> so so what I kind of wanted to do with this, this is a, a little bit of peeking behind the curtain, um, mm-hmm. is to replicate those late-night discussions that you have with uh, your friends at college that when it's 2 a.m. and you can't sleep and you just want to talk, kind of re- replicate that, but, you know, without, like, the insomnia. Um... And those discussions are not scripted at all. Um, You know, you don't walk into those discussions intending to uh, make a certain point. You just kind of amble about it. Um, And so I think that this aesthetic of not being as prepared better reflects that, even if it might make the content not as accessible to, like, people just starting out.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I'm. I'm on the totally on the same page. I don't think we always get to that level, um but that's just like due to our relative inexperience as podcasters. And I think that something that does hurt the show is just like audio problems because that's not something that is like connected to our our goal of replicating those kind of conversations, right? Yeah. So the audio problems yeah, make I, this I a don't... bad, good, bad thing. Whereas the not totally everything, all the thoughts together, make it a good, bad thing.
1: Yeah. Like if, if we wanted to make a slightly more unhinged podcast, where like cutting out and everything is part of the bit, that would be one thing. Um And like, to, to some extent, it's going to be hard to deal with audio just because, you know, we're broke college students. And so, The aesthetic seeps in even into the production, but like if given the opportunity, I would definitely like have the best audio I could for this and still be rambling like an idiot.
0: Yeah, exactly. Although I think that having the bad audio does add to a different aesthetic that we're going for, but I think it's still a good aesthetic. I don't think it's a it in like in like some weird artistic sense maybe it's a good aesthetic actually i think in terms of what viewers want which is kind of the important thing uh it's not a good aesthetic
1: i i suppose i well i also think there's levels to it because like you know if it's just not the best sounding audio uh that's one thing but like when we were doing this last summer, when we had like a shit ton of audio problems of cutting out, mm-hmm. and I'm sure we're gonna have, have some now. Uh, that's something that I'm not like super happy about, but I literally cannot fix that on my end. Uh, because this, like, you know, my home internet is the only internet I have access to. Um, so we're like doing the best that we yeah. can. Um, I don't know.
0: Uh, I think that. The, the the big game here the big game is that a phrase the, the not the long game End game not the end game the the big brain move is where i was trying big to go picture no uh, the big brain move the big brain move here is we call this music oh no we can't do yes. that can we legally get away with that we just, like, is, totally is just, that- like, rocket-boosted off of John Cage right there, and we are on a whole nother <laughs> level of musical composition. It's aleatoric. It's improvisatory. It's, uh... Yeah. This,
1: w- this is really good catharsis, though, because uh <laughs> I thought I was never going to be good at improv music and now uh i'm the world's leading expert on avant-garde improv music
0: yeah yeah congratulations i'm so proud of you
1: thank you um okay it's it, it, sorry, it, it, it only it. hits back at like the five people <laughs> uh no it's, i've had a I've had a long day. i relate to that uh i was gonna yeah so this I, I know been I've been a the long day where i didn't do this. anything sorry <laughs> It's fine. Um, so next episode will hopefully uh, be the discussion of the newest season of My Hero Academia.
0: Um, Maybe. Th- these la- these next two weeks are going to be fairly busy uh, for me. Um, that's fair. We,
1: we shall depends. see. Depends. Uh, if it's not... I mean, we're going to do that episode at some point um so it just depends on like how fast Finn can watch it uh, yeah
0: um, I'll, I'll be much more free once the summer starts um i'll be able to, to watch whatever to read whatever it'll be great that's the weird thing for
1: me um is that like so because of the way summer classes are working i am simultaneously like very free and also not free at all um so it gets to be fun uh, all right. Are are we gonna do our shout outs? Uh, yeah.
0: Um, or, do I remember any of them?
1: I I think I remember all of them, so I'm gonna let you do. Okay, them, okay. And then okay, okay, judge. okay, okay.
0: And then then you correct me. All right. Yeah. Uh, email us whatever you want at uh, foolsinfiction at gmail dot com. I my brain just went sign up for our newsletter. No, that's not real. Um, uh, we don't have a Patreon. God, we don't have I a wish Twitch. it were. <laughs> what else do we have? Uh, listen to other podcasts on the William Murray Network at uh, Spreaker dot... Oh God, Spreaker. <laughs> <laughs> Spreaker. Dot, I am. This is my lowest point on the podcast. Spreaker.com slash user slash WM dot shit. Sp-
1: no, you're close. Wait,
0: wait, I need to just focus my fucking chakras. One sec. Spreaker.com slash user slash PNWM. Is it user? Yes. Okay, I, I almost yeah, I almost gave yeah, I, away my home directory on the Fermi lab computers. Um <laughs> uh, we don't have a Twitter. Uh we don't have a Facebook. Uh have I got them all? No.
1: Um You're missing at least one that I can think of. Shoot. You're, you're missing two. I I thought of the other.
0: I'm one. missing two? Okay, okay. Um yeah, oh, leave us. Leave us a uh, a rating or review on uh, Apple Podcasts. What's that one? I, I I believe it's called iTunes, but good enough. No, it's it's not iTunes. It's uh, it's Apple Podcasts. iTunes is for music only. I think. I think you can do really? movies there too. Yeah. It's like like this is the wild. podcast app is like a purple thing. That's my justification. Um. <laughs> oh oh my god! I can cheat. I can look at our episode descriptions. Uh, see all episodes, details. (gasps) Discuss at reddit.com slash r slash fools and fiction. There we go. I, I can't believe that reddit was the
1: last one you got. I Uh, I haven't been on reddit very much. Um, uh, me too, honestly. I've I've been mostly just vibing. Alright, it is, it's time for the tradition. Um, I, I must end them. Goodbye. Please, for the love of God, turn the podcast off.